Financial investments are very important, but so are the investments of time, patience, and encouragement our young athletes receive from their coaches, teachers, and mentors. Edward Jones Financial Advisors Todd Nash in Coralville, Travis Whitmore in North Liberty, and Jeff Rudolph, Kelly Barta, Adela Hunter, and Scott McGill in Iowa City understand this. For all of your investment needs, visit edwardjones.com or call and stop by an office. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC. Hey there, and welcome to the Seven Nation Podcast here on YourPrepSports.com. I am Rob Howe, joined as always by Your Prep Sports publisher, Ryan Merkin. Um, we were, a lot of the stuff we talked about before we start recording is probably better, would be more entertaining for people <laughs> than what we talk about when we are recording, but probably wouldn't be appropriate either. Um, bad potty mouths and things like that, so. Um, we will keep it clean on this episode and uh, go, go through some spring sports, the latest that we've seen and accomplishments and what have you. Um, it's Cinco de Mayo, Ryan. You got any big plans? Uh, absolutely not. No. I wish I did. I wish I did. I mean, I wish I did. I thought but... you'd just be drinking a bunch of tequila today. Well, I just, I don't, I don't want to say, I don't want to say that on the podcast, Rob. Oh, it is. I wish, I wish I did, (laughs) but I, unfortunately I don't. No, that's what happens uh, when you get later in life. Things like, uh, like my wife and I just celebrated our 20th wedding anniversary and we're getting furniture. (laughs) There you go. And we're both really happy about it. Yeah, that, well, I think that's what changes more is the stuff that you get excited about, right? As yeah. much as this, like the things, how you celebrate things or whatever, like you get really excited to, for these mundane things that you just maybe have time to do, so. Getting a new TV today, that's the first new yeah. TV in like 15 years, so that's, that's <laughs> something to get excited about. These are the things that, these are the things that keep me going. Do you have, do you have the old... TV like in the console that you have to like turn the knob like this that they're going to carry out of here. They're going to be like, man, when was the last time this guy got a TV? Yep. I got a clothes hanger for an antenna <laughs> with tinfoil on it. I can laugh because I both know. Did you have I that both, when you like the oh, antenna yeah. on the roof and you're like, hey, turn it a little bit. All right. That's good. No, no, no. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Three channels growing up, and then sometimes we could get like the fourth channel if we had the the rabbit ears on the TV and positioned them just right and had the tinfoil on there. Yeah, hundred percent. There are high school kids listening to this podcast now that are like, "Man, this may as well be like in another language." <laughs> <laughs> I had somebody tell me the other day. They I don't remember what it was, but they were talking about you know their their high school age kids, and they were like, "They'll just never know the panic of of calling a friend or." or a boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever, and having their parents answer. Because now everybody has cell phones. Everybody has cell phones. Uh, is, is, Rob, is Rob there? Is Rob, is Rob home? <laughs> yeah, we're dating ourselves here. Um, 
Hey, it's beautiful out though, Ralph. Wonderful out. I can see outside your window. The listeners can't see that, but I can see behind Rob. It is. So I, I heard somebody ask the other day if you could pick, you know, and if you could pick like 90s, 80s, 70s, or 60s, like, but the weather stayed like that all the time, what you would select. And I, I know I would probably be one of the few people, but I would take 60s. Like these days like this are like perfect for me. Like I don't like the really cold weather as I don't think anybody does, but I don't like even like upper seventies, it's just it's hot for me, which I know that's not hot. I would, I love days in the seventies, but you give me a, a day where it's kind of, you know, it's lower sixties in the morning, maybe it's nice and sunny and gets up to the upper sixties in the afternoon, jeans and a t-shirt, shorts and a sweatshirt, something like that. These, and that's probably about where we're at today. It's, today is perfect weather for me, Rob. Perfect. Yeah. I'm kind of with you. I'm in that 65 to 75 range probably. Um, and, uh, Last night when I went out, and we can talk about this, we can kind of jump into the podcast of discussion of actually discussing sports here. Um, <laughs> out at Regina, Mid-Prairie uh, Girls Soccer yesterday, I went out, I had, a, I had shorts and a t-shirt on, That's, but I had a, like a pullover in the back. So I get out of the van, I'm like, man, it's a little cool. Couldn't do anything about the shorts. But right. then I put the pullover on and I was out on the field and I was like, it's cool out here. So yeah. it was, but it was beautiful. I mean, it was perfect soccer. I feel like those are, and, and I mean, you know, every kid is different too, but I feel like those are like, these are like the great days to compete, you know, especially in like the running, mm-hmm. you know, sports like soccer and track when you're just running so much where it's like, it's, it's not hard um, to get loose, to get warm. I mean, you're out there, warming up, playing the game, like you're going to, you're going to be sweating. You're going to be, but at the same time, um, it's not so hot that, you know, that you're, that you're, that you're struggling. I mean, even like I said, it's really sunny and you have some of those days in the seventies and, and you run for an hour and a half, like you do in a soccer match. I mean, that's a lot, you know, and, and some days you just, you look at those kids and you're like, man, it's gotta be a struggle to get warmed up. Now these kids are 16 years old. It's a lot easier for them to get warmed up and run around than it is for me to to warm up and go jog but so yesterday was a great a great day and that was good soccer too Rob um you know we can talk about that but I hadn't seen the Regina girls and um talking to Jeff Yoder from the Kelowna News long time you know your prep sports um photographer and Jeff helps us out a lot but I was talking to him yesterday and I wasn't sure about Regina I hadn't seen him yet and it's Regina soccer. And we've, we've joked about it on the pod. Um, you know, where the, you know, they're going to be good every year, you know, that they're going to get better every year. Um, and LaRue, you know, with the girls program and Rick with the boys program, they both play such a challenging schedule and they lose matches. And every year, right around this time, somebody will say, man, is Regina not that good this year? Because they've lost to, to Bettendorf and Pleasant Valley and, and teams like, that. and then even the, you know, the one A or two A schools that they play, you know, the boys have already played Waterloo Columbus, who's ranked. The girls play Waterloo Columbus on Friday, who I think is ranked second. And they play Nevada on, on Saturday, who's very good, always really good. But I wasn't sure because they had started 4-0 and outscored opponents like 33-4 to or 33-2 to or something, Rob. Like really been, really been impressive. And then had lost three in, three in a row. Again, lost to Davenport Central and Cedar Rapids, Washington, who were both 3A teams. And that's that's a sizable jump, you know, in, in class. And then lost three to two to, to Clear Creek, uh, who's 
up to fifth in 2A, and we've both seen Clear Creek, and they're undefeated, and they're really good. Um, and so you're, I'm kind of like, I don't know what to expect. But um, talking to Coach LaRue yesterday, they've, they've had some challenges this year, um, as you do it spring sports sometimes in smaller schools they have multiple girls out for track a couple girls that golf um they have a lot they have you know, i think 11 of their 21 players are freshmen and sophomores so basically had never played varsity soccer before this year and so they're trying to fit this team together and find out who fits where but you saw glimpses yesterday of them look really really good um connect passes and they've got some dynamic players um Grace Gardy is really good. You know, she's just a sophomore. She's going to be – that family has scored a lot of, a lot of soccer goals um, for Regina with her two older sisters who are both really dynamic goal scorers. I covered both of them um, as well. But she's really good. Emma Supel's a good player. Natalie Franklin had a goal. Andy Gann's out for soccer this year and gives him some – just a really good athlete on top, you know, playing forward. So they're going to – again – I think they're ranked ninth right now, Rob, end of the year, district five, you know, regional, regional final, whatever it is. <laughs> they're going to be right there. They're going to be right there. Uh, you just know that they are. I thought, you know, they were, you could see it. You could see exactly what um, Coach LaRue was talking about yesterday, where more than other years, you could see at times they weren't as connected as they normally are, you know, by May 4th. Um, you know, they had some, had some plays where you're like, oh man, like doesn't look like they played together very much. Um, but then they would have stretches of two, three minutes where you'd be like, all right, this is what, this is exactly what I expect where they looked really good. So they won three zero against a, you know, that mid Prairie team is solid. They're kind of the same way. They've beaten up on some teams with, with lesser records and, and lost to some very good teams. You know, they lost, they lost to Solon. and they've lost to some good teams some bigger schools. So that was a good win for them. And I was, it was fun to see them play. They are, they are a really fun group to watch play where we talked about this with the West branch boys a little bit too. Yeah. They have girls that are doing track. Now softball started the soccer games end ends and a bunch of girls go straight over <laughs> to the softball field, you know, so there's girls that are doing track girls that are doing golf and soccer girls that are now, you know, trying to hit softball practice after they get done. So, um, it, but they were fun to watch play. They, a lot like the West branch boys, a lot of kids that want to be out there, with their classmates and, and carry on a, a tradition of really good soccer at, at Regina. And I was impressed by them. I think they were probably a little bit further ahead of where I thought they'd be. And I, at the end, you know, in two weeks when the postseason gets going, they'll be right there. Yeah. And like you said, they challenge themselves with a difficult schedule and that's, you know, that that's going to help them when it comes to the postseason because then they'll play schools the same size and um, we'll have that experience of playing up so to speak. So, yeah, yeah, I was impressed. I thought they were good on all three levels. Like you said, I thought they were connected. Um, and they've got, you know, several, it's not just, you know, Guardy who can finish. They've got other right. people up front that can finish and that's good. You know, so defenses can't just focus on, you know, one forward. So yeah, I'm interested to see how they do in the postseason. I think that made them five and three, Rob, that win. And they have a sophomore keeper that's now, you know, on match eight, two of her, Career. You know, I mean, you just kind of forget yeah. with these sophomores haven't played either. So Courtney Kessler did, she had some really good stops. She did a good job, I thought, as well. So, uh, yeah, they'll be a fun team to watch as we get into the postseason. Again, I think they'll um, I think they'll have a chance to go to go really far in 1A um, after, like you said, after seeing some of the level of competition they've seen. 
Let's skip over to uh, – you have anything else on girls' soccer you want to mention before we flip over to boys' golf? No, go for it. Okay. Um, some uh, championships won by area boys' golf teams, Solon, West Branch, and Clear Creek Amanda. That's pretty, uh, it's pretty impressive stuff. You, you, uh, you know, you have uh, seven schools in the area, and three of them win championships recently, right. and others will compete for them. Yeah, I mean, we have um, – I'm trying to think. We have four schools playing golf, playing boys' golf in the fall because the big schools – or in the spring because the big the, – the four schools playing. Yeah, and three of them just won. You know, Solon and, and uh, Clear Creek just won their divisional meets uh, for the WAMAC, uh, which, is in, which is impressive. And then West Branch won the – the River Valley does a super meet, and West Branch won that yesterday. So the the – Postseason golf is just about here. I think I, I would have to double check, and so I don't want to say this. And the people that that know golf know the schedule, but I think West Branch has a has a home duel next week. I think Solon and Clear Creek both might have you know another another dual meet or two um, before. So it's not section. really the postseason yet. Do you consider these conference meets postseason? I I I always I want to because that's yeah. a great question. I do like in track because, you know, you get to track and it goes conference, district. There's nothing else in between there. Mm -hmm. uh, so I still, you know, I mean, and, you know, we call the Big Ten tournament postseason right. in, in every other, you know, in, in, in college sports. So I, I do think they're postseason um, because they're not, quote, unquote, regular season duels, you mm -hmm. know. Um, so I think I would consider them postseason. It's just in golf when you have another duel after. It's easy when you don't, when you go straight from like a conference meet to a, to a district meet like you do in track but um yeah the postseason's basically here and we have three teams that are and we kind of said this early on but nothing has changed my mind on it in fact you know Solon it at the um at their WAMAC meet or at their at the east divisional meet um they had their order kind of flipped up where they won it um and you know didn't have their didn't have their normal one or two you know, with the best score, Lucas Tipo led him, and he's been kind of golfing in that four range for him. So that's what you – in West Branch, we've talked about that a lot. I mean, they have, they have five guys, maybe more than that, maybe, maybe six, but definitely five, capable of being their leading score and, I, or, you know, being their low score uh, for any round. And coaches love to say that, but oftentimes it's not really true. I think you'd have to go back and look, and that's the type of sport golf is. Um, you know, everyone knows that you can have a day where you're just, you know, you get some bad breaks or things like that. And so you need guys uh, to kind of be able to pick you up. And West Branch is a, is a state title contender. Um, Clear Creek just continues to play really well. Um, Zach McCarty is a really good golfer for them. They have a couple other guys in the lineup that have been pretty consistent over the last two weeks when I see their scores come in. So it'll be interesting to see what they can do. And then, you know, Solon, is one of those teams that's going to be really exciting to watch too. They have a lot of, a lot of young guys that, you know, because of last year that haven't played a ton of varsity golf, but have played an exceptional amount of golf in their lives. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what, what they can do in the postseason. But that's, this is easily, Rob. I was just thinking about this the other day. Um, easily the most excited I've been for the, for the golf postseason um, since, I've, since I've been back here, since 2013 you know, since I've been back. I mean, we just have a lot of really talented individual golfers. And then you put them on teams, you know, all three of those teams that we just mentioned. And, and Regina has, you know, Regina had a, a 
golfer that was sixth yesterday, you know, at that conference meet that shot like 80. I think there was four kids that shot 82 or 83. So we've got really good golfers that have a chance to, and you got to play well in the postseason because it's, it's the ultimate one day, you know, one day sport thing. You know, you have to play well on that given day. But three really good teams that have a chance to, to keep advancing and, and a bunch of really talented kids too. So easily the most excited I've been for, for the golf postseason. And we have talented um, girls as well that, you know, we saw last, you saw last week and really good scores. Um, West tied for the, the MVC super meet kind of got turned into a divisional meet on Monday up in New because Yeah. Because they, the weather was coming and the rain was coming and they, they basically just switched it up so that all the divisional teams could play the same holes, uh, gotcha. you know, to make it equal. Mm-hmm. Um, and they do like a three meet series normally where they have a super meet and then a couple of divisional meets uh, to determine all conference and those things. So those other ones will be coming, but um, you know, West tied for the tied for their division lead um, had the two top scores. Uh, Liberty had the other side, you know, Liberty had, I think, Bella Pedersen and, and Neely Morris were, were third and fourth, I think, um, you know, with some ties. And so we've got really good golfers on the girls' side as well. The, the RVC Super Meet is going on today um, with Regina and West Branch. Um, you know, Solon played really well at the, at the WAMAC um, Divisional the other day at Lake McBride. So had, had three, I think three of their top five girls um, had career best. So it's going to be a much busier. We need, I needed something else to do this time of the year, Rob. So our, <laughs> our golf coaches and golfers really stepped up their game to make sure that I had something else to do, but we're going to have some postseason golf to cover, which is exciting. It really is fun. I mean, it's, it's most excited I've been for postseason golf uh, in a long time. Yep. Should be a fun postseason. As Ryan said, keep it locked on to yourprepsports.com for all of that coverage. Um, Should be plenty of it to keep Ryan busy, which he loves being busy. Uh, He loves, he loves busy with work and uh, his kids activities. So you're out there listening and you needed any more motivation to compete and do well. Um, Ryan loves being busy. So go for it. Yeah. And you don't, how about this segue? I mean, you don't need to tell that to our tennis teams who are also <laughs> excellent. We saw them last week. We're going to have a super busy tennis postseason. Again. I will say, before you dive into results, I like that setup at the, at the Hawkeye it's really cool. Rec Center where they play yeah. City West. All, you know, they've got six courts going at one, <laughs> one time. And it is hard to see everybody. But you can kind of bounce around and get a feel for how the you know each uh, yes. meet is going. I enjoyed. So, um, city with their construction, with their tennis courts gone, um, has been playing their home, you know, playing their home meet matches, home meets um, at HTRC, which you know it's, it's such like really. I mean, shout out to them, the people you know at HTRC, because it's such a it's such an awesome thing for the tennis kids, the tennis community to have in a town like this, Rob, like a facility like that, that really that, that welcomes the high school teams to, to be able to use it. Um, and they've got the indoor courts that they can use. You know, they played a, a couple of years ago in West won a state championship, the West girls, they, they ended up finishing it indoors there, uh, you know, when it had rained and stuff. So just an incredible yeah. facility to have. I mean, yeah. And it's not only that they they welcome those teams to play over there, but they even, you know, the, the HTRC, 
they were retweeting our content saying how much they love having them over there. Yeah. That's just a really welcoming and great situation. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the high school programs and just the city, you know, are really fortunate to have that facility and then the people there too that make it, you know, mm -hmm. that because it, it is, it's a great thing. And I, I talked to some of the kids about this as I was doing interviews that day. I've always kind of viewed that day, you know, when the, like you mentioned, the city's been playing their, their home matches there this year, but when they do uh, the city West match, you know, normally they do the crossover in that conference where like yesterday uh, the West boys are at home against Xavier and the West girls are, are at Cedar Rapids Xavier, kind of like they do for basketball and some of those other sports. And the past several years, they've done that city West match at HTRC with boys and girls. And like you said, it's just a, it's just a sea of tennis courts being used, you know, when you have singles going on. Um, but it's really cool. And it's, it's hard to really get locked in on a match if you're, if you're me or you and you're kind of wandering around. But I'm talking to people and I love it because I get to talk to all the coaches, um, you know, and, and I've gotten to know those coaches and, and they're really enjoyable for me to talk to. But it's cool just kind of, you know, we talked about it a little bit with the golf, the girls golf meets that you covered, uh, the clash for the club and some of these other things. It's just a really good um, celebration of the sport, I feel like, that day. You know, these kids, they know each other. They play against each other in tournaments. They've played against each other growing up. They've, they've gone to the same types of things. Um, and so they know each other, and the parents know each other, and it's just fun. And then it was really cool to be able to watch. The, the girls' match got done first, and it was really cool for them to be able to go watch that boys' number three doubles match was the last match gone, which was a really good match, uh, a great match, actually. But everybody kind of, you know, to be able to have the girls get a chance to watch the boys, which they normally don't. I mean, all, for both those teams, they practice at the same facilities. You know, they, they're around each other. There's only, you know, so many kids out for tennis. So they certainly know one another. Um, there's some co-ed events, too, that sometimes kids play in. And, you know, when, you're on, when one team's on the road and the other team's at home, you don't get a chance to watch them that much. You know, West Coach, you know, Mitch Gross has, has a daughter on the girls' team playing. So it's, it's just kind of cool to have one of those things where, if you're into high school tennis, and, and obviously Liberty has a program now, they their boys, you know, they've been playing well. Their girls have been playing well as well. But you know, just to have, you know, it used to be just the two programs, but now you know, two of the three in the city there together and give you know for fans and people like that, it is a cool setup. Uh, and West is really good on both. Yeah, I, both I sides are they're exceptionally good. <laughs> Man, it's just what an incredible run for both of those programs. So there's a long way to go this year for, for each of them to reach their goals. But Coach Gross and Amy Fiorini have done such a good job with both those programs. But just an incredible run of, I mean, especially, you know, the girls. You go back and look, they were runner-up, you know, two seasons ago when we last played. And you look at, the, I think they brought back two players that played on that team. Um, and I'll, I'll be honest, I had no idea what to expect from them. In fact, I said I was just kind of, chatting in the press box and track one day with a West staff member. He was giving me a hard time exactly about what you said about just being busy. You know, this was a month or so ago, but he's like, Oh, you know, state track. And, and I'm like, yeah. And then, you know, tennis teams are always really good. And I was like, I don't know how good the, the West girls will be this year, but they've been state championship caliber. And he kind of looked at me and he's like, Oh, they'll be really good. again." <laughs> and then you see results. I mean, they're undefeated. They're 14 and 0. Um, they played Xavier yesterday. Who's one a, you know, in the two class, tennis system, uh, ranked number one, um, and won seven to two, uh, won a lot of close matches. So they're rolling as usual. Um, and we have, you know, the individual, the way they do the postseason, you have the individual district, 
um, you know, where teams play singles and doubles and those teams can qualify for state. We have that coming up and then, and then the team element of it coming up as well. So West boys and girls will be major players in, in both of those tournaments, both the individual tournaments and the, the, the team championships. I mean, like the final four uh, in both go to the team championship. Um, they just do a four team. And I, I mean, I fully expect both those teams to be in that. So the West boys get a really good test this weekend, Rob. They go over to, to Waukee uh, and play Waukee and Valley. And Waukee, I think, actually took over number one this week in, in the rankings, went ahead of West for the first time. But that's kind of your consensus one and two in boys and Valley is in the top five as well. So it'd be really interesting to see where they stand, you know, as of Saturday, um, again, playing against who I, I think most everybody else agrees is the, the other best team in the state. So the postseason's coming and I, I, we can talk more about this later, but the, the tennis tournaments are one of my favorite things. Um, especially when they roll around, Rob, you have state track and it's, You've, you've done straight state track many times. It's, it's hustle and bustle and you're going in and out and they're checking your bags and they're checking your wristband every time you walk down. And I understand all that and they should do it, but it's just, it, Especially it's stressful. Because we look suspect anyway. Well, a hundred percent. I mean, look at the two of us, <laughs> but you know, I mean, it's just, it, you've done those things and I'm not, it's just stressful and you're going and you always feel like you're forgetting something and you go to state tennis whether it's at Vets in Cedar Rapids or a couple of years ago, it was at, at Bettendorf. And you just, you have people rolling, just walking up, pulling a cooler behind them and they set up their <laughs> lawn chairs and they've got a cooler there and the kids get done playing. And they, it, it, it reminds me of like my son's eight U game. Like the kids get done playing. And I'm not, I'm not making fun of it. It's cool. The kids get done playing and they're, you know, they go talk to their coach and then they go sit in a lawn chair, you know, under an umbrella and, you know, drink a Gatorade with their parents and, and watch the other. It's just, it, it reminds you why you start covering high school sports, basically. And you just kind of walk up and, and a couple years ago at Bettendorf, I had my daughter with me. She was probably three and she's just, I'm watching, you know, this incredible doubles match. The West girls are playing a, a Dowling team and Kaylee's 15 feet away, just playing Paw, Paw Patrol figurines and just no one, you know, no one bats an eye. I mean, she's just, playing Paul. It's just, it's cool. It's really, it does. It, it, it's one of my favorite things in high school sports. Like I said, especially it kind of comes at the end of a busy stretch and it's just really cool. And, and it's, it's great tennis too. I mean, it's, it's highly, you know, entertaining tennis, but the kids just are, are really into it, but the atmosphere is so laid back, you know, that when they step on the court, you're like, they're, they're competing just like they compete in basketball or, or wrestling or anything else. Um, but and and the parents are into it too. But then on the side, it's just it's got this whole other atmosphere to it. It's like a Sunday in the Wrigley bleachers. <laughs> yeah, look forward to uh, the, as we said with the golf, the postseason tennis should be great. Good preview of what we'll see, as you said this weekend with West playing Waukee. It'll be interesting to see yeah. uh, how that shakes out. I know everybody in the state big school level is looking forward to Waukee having a second high school uh, because <laughs> next they, year. Yeah. They're, they're dominant in pretty much everything. So it'll be uh, interesting to see when that splits up a little bit, um, how things shake out there. So um, talking about postseason, Ryan uh, track moving towards the postseason. We're what three weeks and a day from, 
the beginning of the state track meet and uh, later th this week. When is that? Tomorrow on Thursday? Two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. You're right. Yeah. Um, wow. I better make those hotel <laughs> reservations. <laughs> we were talking before we started recording about hotel reservations. I probably should get on that. So we'll do that today. Um, but conference meets coming up, Ryan. What are we looking yeah. at there? Yeah. The, the conference meet, this might be my favorite. This might be my favorite Thursday of track of the season. And, and I say that it's like everybody hasn't locked down exactly what they're going to do. You, I mean, obviously, you don't have to lock it in really until, until districts to qualify stuff. But this is when you really – I mean, everybody wants to win meets, Rob, and every kid that competes wants to win every race. But this is when you really start seeing coaches concerned about points. You know, this is when you right. kind of see it after two after a month and a half of just the the energy, not not the effort level. You know, kids are trying to do their best. They're trying to qualify for Drake, et cetera. They're competing all the time, but just that energy and it's it's really fun. And we're there's going to be some really good ones um, with our area teams. You do the Mississippi Mississippi Valley does divisionals, so we've got four separate divisionals. Um, and actually, for once. I can tell you where they're at. Obviously, if you're going to these, I hope you know them. I hope you already know, but um, MVC Girls Mississippi Divisional, which is uh, City and Liberty, go to Cedar Falls. Hang on um, one sec, Ryan. Yeah. Uh, sorry about that, uh, that <laughs> brief pause and abrupt uh, pause that I just uh, interjected into this podcast. As we talked <laughs> about earlier in the podcast, I have a TV being delivered and that was the geek squad calling to let me know they're in tiffin and we'll be here in a half hour uh and that should work out well with us recording the rest of this podcast <laughs> so hopefully there aren't any more interruptions as ryan said i could be doing a uh, kramer and seinfeld i could be getting the seinfeld <laughs> kramer treatment where uh, i get a call in another 10 minutes here so but hopefully there aren't any more interruptions let's get back to that track talk ryan yeah. Yeah, um, MVC Divisionals, Liberty and, and City and the Mississippi Division go to Cedar Falls in what is just a really, really, really good meet. Um, City High, Liberty, Cedar Falls, uh, Linmar Prairie, Western Dubuque has some really talented kids. Dubuque Wallard always has a good team. So that, that's a loaded divisional. Um, you know, Liberty can be in the mix there. City has some, some good stuff. Their four by four is impressive. So uh, and then the Valley Divisional West goes to Kingston in Cedar Rapids for girls. Um, and, and boys, uh, the Valley Divisional West High goes to, to Dalzell Field in Dubuque. And uh, City and Liberty from the Mississippi go to Loris, uh, which has a nice facility. So then the, the RVC and the WAMAC, Rob, do super meets. So all the teams, um, co-ed, um, and those are the, the WAMAC goes to Independence. Um, and that, I think that's where I'm going to be. Uh, I got to make a couple, you know, family figure, figure a few things out yet, but that's my plan. Uh, the RVC. You got to figure yes. out the logistics. Yes. There you go. The RVC is in Anamosa. Um, the Womack meet should be, should be really good. Clear Creek boys will be in the mix. They can win it. Absolutely. Stolen really, girls. They're not really being accommodating for you at all. What's Kingston I, the closest meet? Everything else you got to ride. I know. I need to talk to – I need to figure out who's in charge. You've got absolutely no pull at all. You really – Well, <laughs> I have a little bit of pull because 
I won't I won't mention names, but I, I was politely told yesterday when I walked in, I, I walked in, it was the clock was at like 39 minutes in the first half. So I missed a minute. And actually I didn't miss it. I missed about 20 seconds as I walked up the steps of soccer yesterday because I watched the first 40 seconds as I walked up. Like I could see the the field as I walked up. Um, and the guys at the Regina press box last night, they said, now nah, Ryan, if we knew we were coming, we would have just delayed the game a minute and we would have waited for you. So I've got a little bit of pull. Do you believe problem. that? No. No. Neither. And then I couldn't even I get think Bryce they were just Sm- being nice to you. I couldn't even get Bryce Mines to give me a ride down to do interviews on the golf cart. He's just cruising her cruising around on the Regina golf cart and I have to walk all the way down there and all the way back. I was giving him a hard time about that too. So that's disrespectful. So I do have, I have no, no pull, I guess. I thought I had a little bit, but, but no, so track Rob, it really gets rolling tomorrow and we're in that stretch Thursday, 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 conference districts, state track meet. Rob's going to be, have all the, all the track that he can handle over the next 20 days or whatever we're, whatever we're looking at here. So yeah, RVC at Anamosa, WAMAC at, Independence, and then check your local listings for the MVC, which is split up all Cedar Falls, Iowa. a couple, a couple in Dubuque, <laughs> Cedar Falls, Kingston. Um, yeah, this our we've got we 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 don't have to go over it. We've got great track. Um, we've talked about it before. We'll we'll kind of break down these a little bit next week as we look forward or hit the highlights of these uh, next week in the pod, but. Did I see We've got, that uh, softball and baseball are practicing now? Yep, Monday was the first day Here of practice. We go. It's coming, Rob. <laughs> that, we talk about it a lot. The spring, May, and the, the end of May to the start of June is just crazy. Because I, I always forget that every year. You get that couple-week crossover when you're doing – because baseball and softball games generally start, you know, the, the last week of May, maybe. Uh, yeah. first week of June. Um, and, and so they don't run into track. You get track, but, but you've got that golf, um, tennis. Uh, what am I forgetting? Soccer. Sorry. Soccer. Definitely state soccer, which is in the first week of June. Uh, there's been a lot of years when I've covered games over at County Soccer Complex in Des Moines and hit a baseball or softball game <laughs> on the way home. So, um, and, and like I said – I joke about it for me and you, but you have kids that are trying to do something with the track team, go train with the soccer team, and then take some BP at seven o'clock for the <laughs> softball or baseball team. So um, hopefully they have more energy than I do. That wouldn't be hard having more energy than me, um, but I am going to try to get out and get a walk in today. It's too nice to be inside all day. Absolutely. We just need to keep this for three more weeks, Robin, in our four more weeks, maybe, and our postseason coverage will be a lot more enjoyable. I don't want to think about state track weather. I do not want to think about that. It'll be 35 and raining one day, and then it'll be 107 one other day. And I'll forget sunscreen, and I'll be sunburned, (laughs) and my camera will get wet. I'm preparing for the worst and hoping for the best. Story of my life. I'll I'll have to tell you, while while we're driving to state track, I'll have to tell you, the first time that I ever covered a state track meet a couple years out of college, it was in Nebraska. Um, and I, I basically just wore the, what I would wear like to go to the office that day. So I had on like some dress pants 
like a polo, <laughs> like some dress shoes. And I was like, I'll go out to track for a while and get this done. And then I'll come back. It was like an hour and a half drive to Omaha. I was like, I'll just run up, run over to state track. You know, I'll be there for a couple hours. Man, I got really sunburnt and did not, was, not, was there for more than a couple of hours. It was a real mess. <laughs> Yeah, nobody wants to hear about our struggles, so we'll end the podcast I'm, there. I'm um, older and wiser now, Rob, as yeah, are you. I, yeah, I learn lessons and don't apply them. That's kind of what happens <laughs> with me. But um, as Ryan said, it's, things are coming fast and furious here. we got a lot going on, postseason rolling in. All of that coverage will be at yourprepsports.com. We will be back a week from today to talk about uh, – we'll preview the – um district track meets a week from tomorrow so we'll get into that next wednesday and update you on the golf and the soccer and the tennis and all that good stuff um at the uh, during the next seven nation podcast thank you for listening and have a great west rest of your week and we will talk to you in a week say goodbye ryan bye